Greetings in Christ Jesus, and welcome once again to the Twin Steeples Podcast. I'm your host today, Pastor Neil Radical. Twin Steeples is a production of Emmanuel Evangelical Lutheran Church in Mankato, Minnesota, whose main goals are to share God's saving word and to communicate the ongoing activity in Christ's kingdom at Emmanuel. Our devotion for today is based off the first book of the Old Testament, the book of Genesis. The word Genesis means beginning. And so we see it in Genesis chapter 1, the creation of the world, Genesis chapter 2, the creation on the sixth day. We have six days of creation. On the sixth day, specific in Genesis chapter 2 is the creation of man and woman, Adam and Eve. And Genesis 3 is the fall into sin of Adam and Eve. Here, after that fall, we see the Lord address serpent, Satan. In Genesis 3, verses 14 through 15, we read, So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed more than all cattle and more than every beast of the field. On your belly you shall go, and you shall eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. This devotion is the Proto-Evangelica, which is basically the first gospel promise. It's fitting for this season of Advent, as we begin Advent today, to recognize that this is the very first prophecy, the plan of God's salvation, the mystery of our redemption already revealed from that garden, moments after the fall into sin. When we look at this section, we might focus on the serpent. Yes, the Lord curses the serpent, but ultimately he curses Satan as well. The serpent would be a reminder of God's curse and God's covenant promise here, because that's what we see in this messianic prophecy of the coming Messiah. In verse 15, the Lord says to the serpent, and I will put enmity, that's war, hostility, between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. Ultimately, the seed of Satan is all people who are born into sin, who are conceived in sin. Satan had tempted Adam and Eve to bring this sin into the world, and so we know he is the author of lies. Just like Jesus said to the Pharisees who rejected him, that you are of your father the devil. We are all children of wrath, and ultimately this enmity, this war between us and Satan is that he wants to see us not only fall into sin, but fall away from God into hell forever in outer darkness. That's why the Lord had promise of the woman between the seed of Satan and her seed. One specific seed, Galatians 3 tells us, that he, this one seed, shall bruise your head, Satan, and you shall bruise his heel. This crushing of Satan's head would be the ultimate defeat, the undoing, the making right the wrong that was brought upon the world when Jesus would die on the cross. He would crush the work of Satan's rebellion, and he would crush all of Satan's work in order to see that his redemptive work and pain for every one of our sins was completed on that cross. At that moment in time, also, Satan would bruise his heel. What Satan had done here would affect the very Son of God, because Jesus would die. Of course, that bruise did not last very long, did it? Because three days later, Jesus conquered death itself and rose from the grave. And so we can give thanks for this messianic prophecy during this Advent time as we 
look ahead to the birth of our Savior, the Old Testament believer, certainly Adam and Eve, was looking forward to, was looking ahead to this promise of their Messiah, their Savior, which would be one of their descendants. It is a joy, it is a privilege this Advent season to prepare for the celebration of our Savior's birth, to continue to celebrate his birthday and give thanks for his coming to this world to live and die for our sins, to defeat Satan by crushing his head once and for all and giving us that victory over the grave itself with eternal life. This, of many Old Testament prophecies, are ones that we rejoice in as we see the Savior has been born. We see the Savior has lived and died for you and for me. We pray. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for reminding us of this gospel message. As we see this first gospel promise, help us give thanks for all the covenant promises you've made to us that you will accomplish throughout our lives and into our eternal life. Lord, we are eternally grateful for your mercy, for your love, for your forgiveness, and for your presence as our Emmanuel. You are with us, Lord Jesus. In your name we pray and give praise. Amen. Our weekly updates and reminders. First of all, I want to thank those who were able to come yesterday for Christmas decorating and the day before. We had volunteers get down all the Christmas decorations up from the attic. It's not an easy job. All those were brought down. And then yesterday afternoon, several came and we almost got all of it done. I think there's a couple things left, but pretty much it's all done. So the trees are up and they'll be up for tonight. So we're very excited about that. And we hope that you can join us for our Advent services. Also, just want to say how well Thanksgiving services went last week. Uh, we had that pie palooza after the Wednesday evening service, very well attended, so many pies, so good, and that fellowship time there in the basement was very wonderful indeed. So thanks for all who were able to come and all those who brought pies as well. As far as Advent, we do have our Advent service this evening at 6 p.m. Pastor Nauman is going to be conducting the Advent services. We praise the Lord for that. And so midweek Advent, during our Advent meditation this year, we will be studying the different aspects of the gift of life given to us by the Christ child. He has given us our physical life through his creation and gift of parents. He has given us spiritual life through the wash of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit. And finally, he will give, or has given, we could say, the gift of eternal life with him in heaven. Please join us the next three Wednesdays at 6 p.m., December 1st, 8th, and 15th, for this important preparation for the coming of our Savior. Weekend Sunday School Bible Class continues this weekend with Why Membership Matters. We will be celebrating the Lord's Supper on both Saturday and Sunday, so please do prepare your hearts and minds for that reception of God's means of grace through the sacrament and repent. As we repent of our sins, we come to him for that full forgiveness and joy of what he promises through his word of promise in that sacrament as well. Also, just a reminder one more time, the Mission Myths webinar that was held on November 13th, multiple CLC congregations, you can watch that online. You can check that out here on this podcast page. You'll see the link for that. Also, the worksheet, the webinar packets there, and the Committee of Domestic Fields, the CLC Mission Group, has a website that has all this information on it as well. Just look up us.lutheranmissions.org. Look under the CDF page there. Also, on our own Emmanuel website page, I want to continue to highlight all about what we believe. I've been trying to put that in the bulletin, and we'll try to do that again this weekend, but what we believe is stated on our website. We have a number of different links there. 
please review, please share with others, and we can continue to get out that word of truth that the Lord has given to us. Wednesday online Bible class continues to be on break until January. We were going through the Gospel of Mark. We were in chapter 9, but we are looking forward to resuming that again in January. Requested to record those studies to share with the members afterwards as well, so that'll be our goal. Let's bring us to our prayer list for today. Susan Storm is undergoing major back surgery this week. She's having a good portion of her back fused. Hopefully that will relieve a lot of pain for her. So we pray the Lord will bless her in that surgery and give her a quick recovery. Also, Elijah Enter, he has surgery Monday in Gillette, Minnesota on both his feet. And so we pray that that would be helpful. That would help Elijah to be able to walk more uh, easily. Uh, with more comfort as well. So we pray that a pretty extensive surgery will go well on Monday for him and that recovery also. We also keep in our prayers John Gurgle, Kathleen Olmson's brother. He continues to battle liver cancer, so we want to keep him in our prayers. Just a reminder for that. And Professor Paul Sullivan from our sister congregation in Berea. He also is undergoing major cancer as well. Adelaide Nauman, we've been praying her for, for, for months and for her family. She has returned home with the whole family. She was able to come home Thanksgiving Day. What a blessing that is. She still has several appointments in the next few weeks. So during this time, Pastor Nauman will be gradually returning to his workload. And it hopes to, we hope by the end of uh, December, uh, by beginning of January, for him to start to resume some of that uh, normal workload as well. So Lord willing, this will continue to be a, a progress as we pray for all this as well. This brings us to our doctrine of the day. For the next four Wednesdays, I'd like to go through a series of Old Testament messianic prophecies of Christ's advent. So for the first part of that, just looking specifically at the Pentateuch, we can give thanks for the promised seed. Now in our devotion a moment ago, of course, we just talked about how that promised seed was the one who was going to come and crush the head of Satan. Well, the wonderful thing about looking at the Pentateuch, the first five books of the Old Testament written by Moses by divine inspiration, is that we see this theme throughout that Pentateuch of the promised seed. Throughout Genesis, we see so much of those patriarchal books, the messages about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We have this promise of the Lord God to Abraham's descendants. Abraham was a descendant of Adam and Eve, obviously. So we see from Abraham's specific family line throughout all the way through to the birth of our Savior, we see this promised seed continue. We see in Exodus, not just in Genesis of the promised seed, but we see what that seed would do, that he'd be the lamb without blemish, that he would be Christ for our Passover, that he would, that one of the lamb's bones would be broken. It speaks about his character. In Leviticus, we talk about the atonement of his blood as that promised seed, what that seed would bring to us. And again, it points to how he would die in numbers, that this promised seed would be lifted up on the cross. And Deuteronomy points to the fact that this promised seed would be cursed by hanging on the tree. So a lot of messianic promises just in the first five books of the Pentateuch. We have well over 20, 30 promises of this messianic king, our savior. This promised seed that was made in the Garden of Eden after the fall in the sin by Adam and Eve. It reminds me of Romans where the Lord says, but God demonstrates his own love to us in this, 
and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Part of the plan we see of salvation the Lord had from eternity is that he knew that we would fall into sin, and he already had planned on how to save us. And that was going to show us, to demonstrate for us, the extent, the overwhelming vastness of his love, that he would offer him up himself, his son, for every one of our sins, to endure the wrath that our sins deserved as his own punishment, and take on our unrighteousness and gift to us his righteousness and holiness, truly teaches us and helps us to appreciate the love that our God has shown to us, unlike any other. And what a joy it is this Advent season to prepare to celebrate that birth, that child, promised child, that promised seed made flesh for our salvation. May we continue to prepare our hearts as we rejoice this Advent tide and give thanks for all that the Lord has done for us and promised to us. This brings us to our hymn of the day. We're looking at the Lutheran hymnal, hymn 369. I'm looking at four verses here. This hymn is entitled, All Mankind Fell in Adam's Fall. We read and pray. All mankind fell in Adam's fall. One common sin infects us all. From sire to son the bane descends, and over all the curse impends. But Christ, the second Adam, came to bear our sin and woe and shame, to be our life, our light, our way, our only hope, our only stay. As by one man all mankind fell, and, born in sin, was doomed to hell, so by one man who took our place we all received the gift of grace. We thank thee, Christ, new life is ours, new light, new hope, new strength, new powers. This grace our every way attend, until we reach our journey's end. Amen. Thank you once again for joining us on the Twin Steeples podcast. Twin Steeples is a production of Emmanuel Evangelical Lutheran Church in Mankato, Minnesota. For more information, do check us out at EmmanuelMankato.org. Until next time, may God bless and keep you. And always remember, Emmanuel, God is with you.